Coca-Cola presents The Spike Jones Show with Spike and the City Slickers, including Doodles Weavers, Professor Fiedelbaum, George Rock, Dick and Freddie Morgan, Sir Frederick Gass, Jack Golly, Dr. Horatio Q. Birdbath, and visiting Spike Jones in person, the wonder dog of Metro-Golden-Mayer Pictures, Lassie. Now, here are Spike Jones and the City Slickers. Stop. Hey, Jack. What's the matter, Mr. Jones? What's the matter? You're late. But, Mr. Jones, I'm only seven minutes late. You could have waited for me. Why, you're not Rita Hayworth. <laughs> now go home and pour perfume in your swimming pool, huh? Running wild. Lost control. Running wild. Mighty bold. Feeling gay, reckless too Every mind all the time, never blue Always going, don't know where Always showing, I don't care Don't love nobody, it ain't worthwhile All alone, running wild Thank you, music lovers. Tonight, as usual, we have three experts from my orchestra seated at our musical round table to discuss the finer points of Schubert's Unfinished Symphony. This is a wonderful piece of music whose main theme you will recognize as... That's the finished part. Now, for the first time anywhere, the entire orchestra will play the unfinished part. <laughs> and now, have any of you gentlemen anything to say on the subject? How about you, Dr. Richard Morgan? I love Schubert. Well, good. I love raspberry Schubert, pineapple Schubert, lemon Schubert. Dr. Morgan, that's not Schubert, that's Sherbert. Of course, Sherbert. He's the fellow who wrote the Unfinished Symphony. That's right, Franz Sherbert. 
Do you know anything about his music? Yes. In the third symphony, one movement is allegro vivace, and the other is allegro con moto. Well, what's the difference? With the allegro con moto, you get a side order of meatballs. <laughs> Dr. Morgan, you're about the most stupid man I've ever met. Oh, you called me nasty names. You've hurt my feelings. Oh, calm down. You've insulted me. You made a fool out of me. I'm sorry. Take it easy. You made people think I don't know anything that I'm a dope. So, Dr. Morgan, I'm sorry. I'll do anything to make it up to you. Anything. 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 Can I have a dive for a plate of raspberry, Schubert? <laughs> I'll go pick your banjo, Dr. Morgan. Our next expert is Sir Frederick Gass. Sir Frederick, what do you think of Schubert? Uh, Mr. Jones, my opinion of the entire matter can be summed up in one word. And uh, what's that? What's what? <laughs> the one word. What one word? The one word that sums up the entire matter. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. That's six words. <laughs> Sir Frederick, why do you think Schubert never finished his unfinished symphony? The answer is very simple. Schubert discovered that there were 88 notes on the piano, and he used more than 700 notes in the second and third bar of it. Uh, let's, you can't put the... Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. And not only that, when he came to the last part of the first movement, he discovered that the first part of the second movement had the same part as the middle. You, you can't have two middles. <laughs> oh, the real, the real reason. Now, here it is. <clears throat> the real reason was <laughs> that he had scored the adagio passages for flute and piccolo, while the timpani was to play the violin part. Yeah, I knew I'd get it. <laughs> and he was to sound like an oboe. Uh, by that time, the brass section sounded like... Oh, you can't say that on here. <laughs> oh, he ran out of ink. <laughs> Thank you, Sir Frederick Gass. We won't detain you any longer. I know you have to run over to the Hollywood Bowl, which I understand they're going to put on your head and give you a haircut. <laughs> if you folks can stand it, we, will, we still have one more expert to hear from. He is our little child prodigy, Georgie Rock. Georgie, where are you? <laughs> Georgie, you look very... Why did you kiss me? You do that every time you see me. Well, I'm too young to go out with girls. <laughs> Georgie, I started to say that you look very nice tonight. What kind of a suit is that you're wearing? Well, Lord Fauntleroy's suit. Well, what makes it bulge so? Lord Fauntleroy is still in it. <laughs> oh, Georgie, you're such a cute little... <clears throat> but now let's get to our musical question. Why do you think Schubert didn't finish his symphony? For the very same reason my daddy didn't finish his symphony. What's that? The finance company took away the piano. 
Well, that concludes our musical roundtable session. If you'd like to ask our experts any questions on music, then you're crazier than our experts. Now we turn to... Spike! Oh, Spike! Professor Fiedelbach. <laughs> Professor, what song are you going to sing for us? I'm through singing. I will never sing another song on this program. <laughs> well, uh, let's not be sad about it. <laughs> Professor, if you don't sing, what are you going to do? Well, Spike, remember last week I sold a minute I normally use for my song to a sponsor for a commercial? Yes. I've done it again. But, Professor, you can't keep selling to other sponsors. The Coca-Cola Company is going to get wise. How long have you been on the air? Two years. If they haven't got wise by now, they never will. That's logical. Let's hear your commercial, Professor. Gladly, <clears throat> Friends, have you ever smoked a Pootwaddle cigarette? <laughs> Pootwaddles contain less nicotine than all the other leading brands. That's because they contain less tobacco than all the other leading brands. <laughs> In recent unbiased laboratory tests by eminent throat specialists, it was found that Pootwaddles smoke more doctors than any other cigarette. <laughs> Try the Pootwaddle 30-day test. Smoke Pootwaddles for 30 days, and before you know it, a month will have passed. <laughs> At tobacco auctions, some manufacturers buy the lighter, the finer, the naturally milder leaves. Other manufacturers buy only the choicest tobacco. Pootwaddle is the only manufacturer that buys what's left on the warehouse floor. <laughs> Mr. P.L. of New York used to cough like this. <laughs> After smoking only one poot waddle, he stopped coughing. Shall we observe a moment of silence for Mr. P.L.? <laughs> Get a pack of poot waddles today. Open the pack. Take off the cellophane. Throw away the pack. Light the cellophane. You can't ask for a better smoke. <laughs> and remember poot waddles' famous jingle. Am I unvoiced? <laughs> Light a poop bottle in your pocket Watch it burn a hole in your coat If it burns the cloth and lining Imagine what it would do, do to your throat <laughs> Oh, oh! <laughs> Thank you, Professor And now here is Michael Roy Speaking for the Coca-Cola Company Wherever you do a day's work Whether it's in an office, a factory, a shop, or at home you'll find it makes sense to pause and relax once in a while. Make that pause refreshing. Have a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. For Coke brings the pause that refreshes, anytime, anywhere. Say, Michael, have you seen Bing Crosby's new picture, A Connecticut Yankee? You mean the one where he dreams about the days when knighthood was in flower? Yeah, well, here's the City Slickers version, entitled, Knighthood Goes to Pot. <laughs> I dreamt I dwelt in King Arthur's court, but how I got there was a great mystery. I made a journey to King Arthur's court and turned back the well, here I am in the 5th century. I wonder what adventure's in store for me. Here comes a knight in armor. He's not so dumb. He's using his visor to pop his bubble gum. That sure is a snappy suit of armor you've got. I'm the sharpest dresser in Camelot. Who makes your suits, my modest man? Hart Schaffner and American Camp. <laughs> 
Why are you so fidgety, oh noble knight? I sent my armor to the laundry last night. It came back without buttons, and it made me frown. Don't look now, but your drawbridge is down. <laughs> Who art thou? Speak up, I warn you. I'm a Connecticut Yankee from California. California, where it always rains? Not anymore. There's been a big change. Did you hear about the christening and why it was done? No. California finally had a little son. I'm Sir Lancelot. You're a dirty spy. You're my prisoner and you're gonna die. You were sent by Crosby. I could tell by your hair. I didn't come to praise Bing. I came to bury Fitzgerald. Sorry, Yankee, it's either your head or we'll feed you to the drag dragon instead. Well, before that happens, for you I've got news. I'll blow out my brains. I got nothing to lose. Now we find the Yankee and Sir Lancelot approaching the drawbridge to Camelot. This drawbridge looks kind of weak to me. Do you think it'll hold us? Yay, verily, why I carried my wife across safe and sound. My dear little wife weighs 500 pounds. 500 pounds? I can't believe your lips. How did you do it? I made two trips. Well, to me, that drawbridge looks pretty beat. Let's jump across. It's only six feet. But this suit of armor is heavy as can be. Don't let it worry you. Just watch me. Here I go. Okay, it's your turn. Be careful, don't fall. Here I come, suit of armor and all! Don't just stand there, you big galoot! Get a cat opener! Help me out of this suit! I'm King Arthur, you're at my command. I rule this land with an iron hand. See my round table and my knights over there? Your table may be round, but your knights look square. Here comes my most famous knight our way. Tell us, old knight, what have you got to say? A little bird, he told me that you love me! All that I can say, you've turned Evelyn Knight into Dennis Day. <laughs> King Arthur, I've heard quite a lot about all your wealth here in Camelot. I guess you must be rolling in dough, but tell me, are you happy? Yes and no. You see, my wife is a greedy one. She been hitting you for money? No, just for fun. <laughs> But my subjects respect my royalty. When I walk in a room, they get down on their knees. Down on their knees? Yes, they shout my name. What a tribute. What an honor. What a crap game. Things look sad for the Connecticut Yankee. We'd shed a few tears if we had a hanky. We find him in the dungeon. His hopes are sagging. He's about to be fed to the ferocious dragon. Don't feed me to that dragon or I'll scream and shout. I can't stand that fire shooting out of his mouth. That fire shooting out is the way he greets you. Well, at least he cooks you before he eats you. Now, I want you to know that this dragon of mine will obey my commands at any time. Just listen to him snort when I give him an order. Snort. He's a pretty short snorter. Before he eats you, have you anything to say? Is this the last dragon in the world today? Yes, it is. All the rest have all died out. Then there's something I'd like to ask you about. Do I get a last supper before I die? Anything you wish. I'll have a dragon on rye. <laughs>
Thank you. Our next guest is one of Hollywood's favorite stars. You've seen her in such MGM pictures as Lassie Comes Home and The Son of Lassie. Now here she is in person, the wonder dog herself, Lassie. Well, so you're Lassie. Gee, I'd know you anywhere with that long snout and that shaggy coat, those pointed ears. But, Spike, I'm Lassie's trainer. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Weatherwax. You should have taken off your muzzle before you came in the studio. <laughs> this must be Lassie. Hello, Lassie. Isn't that cute? Lassie! <laughs> Lassie, give me your paw. She's got a strong grip <laughs> Mr. Weatherwax, uh, Lassie seems like a very smart dog Did you have much trouble training her? Well, very little She has a natural intelligence She's not what you'd call a trick dog She's just like any household pet She's really intelligent, huh? Yes, go on, ask her some questions Well, let's see now um, Lassie, who's the President of the United States? <laughs> Amazing Lassie, uh, who discovered America? Oh, this is incredible. Lassie, who invented the electric light? No, the electric light, not the sewing machine. <laughs> Mr. Weatherwax, is this Lassie's first appearance on the radio? Oh, no, she has her own program every week for Red Heart Dog Food. Lassie, please, no commercials. How'd you get her to come over here to my show? Well, she listens to it every week. She listens to my radio program? How is that possible? Well, she's been inoculated against his temper. <laughs> Lassie, now that you're here and you see the fellas in my band, what do you think? <laughs> What'd she say? She said, finally, she feels like Lassie's come home. She sounded like Von Monroe there for a minute. Real music lover. Well, Lassie, I hope that you like music because now the city slickers and our soprano, Miss Eileen Gallagher, are going to do the famous Ilbacho. What's the matter? Doesn't she... <laughs> Doesn't she like Ilbacho? Yes, but she wants to sing it with you. Lassie singing Ilbacho? It'll probably come out Ilbarcho. No, I'm afraid that's not possible. What'd she say that time? She said, either you let her sing in the opera or she'll bury you in the backyard with the rest of her bones. <laughs> okay. I gotta put some more on some more weight. <laughs> Maybe I don't. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> was all right, huh? All right. What was it? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Barkio with Eileen Gallagher and Lassie. Dorchen 
This is Michael Roy speaking for the Coca-Cola Company saying, whoever you are, whatever you do, wherever you may be, when you think of refreshment, think of Coca-Cola. For Coca-Cola makes any pause the pause that refreshes. And ice-cold Coca-Cola is everywhere. And now here's Spike Jones. Next week, we're going to have as our guest one of Hollywood's brightest new stars, Dan Daly. And now, how about you, Lassie? You going to pay us another visit? <coughs> well, what'd she say? Well, why didn't you treat, treat her well? Huh? She said no. She said what? She said no. She said no? Why? Didn't we, uh, didn't we treat her too well? Yes. <laughs> Rudd, Rudd, don't read everything on that page, huh? <laughs> You're doing great, Rudd. What did she say? No. She said no. Why, didn't we treat her well? Yes, before, before she came on this program, she didn't have any fleas. Oh. <laughs> Next time we'll get triggered. So long, dog lovers. I mean, music lovers. Thank you. Lassie appeared by arrangement with Metro Golden Mayor, producers of the Technicolor musical The Barclays of Broadway, starring Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, and Oscar Levant. Don't forget to tune in again next week at this same time when the Coca-Cola Company again presents the Spike Jones Show. And Spike will have Dan Daly as his guest. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.